I'm Stargate Pioneer. I'm Haley. And I'm Lauren from Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. A podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the one you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy, brought to you by the Gunna Geek Network. Bringing you the latest nerdy news and geekdom, here are the hosts of the show. Anthony. No pants, all bacon and dick butts. Naki. Anthony, you need to get laid. Willie. I don't need boobs to like a movie. Chris. So when Chris doesn't know how to transition to a new topic because he's flustered, he just hits the button on the soundboard. And sometimes some special guests. As Magneto once said, ha ha ha, welcome to die. If you're a kid and listening, you rock and your parents are awful. A brand new ATGN starts in three, two, one. Hey guys, we're back again for episode 201. We've exceeded the bicentennial mark. Woo. That's most unstoppable. I wanted to use the word bicentennial, I'll be honest. And I haven't been fired yet. We don't fire people, we just make them quit. (laughs) You can try. That's true. I'll be here till the day I die. That's some nice rhyming. Power level far exceeds that of fanboy buzz. That is true. They made it to 168, we're at 201. I think we won. I can retire uh, happily now. They were weak. Oh, this episode brought to you by uh, (laughs) Dr. Pepper. Endorse me, please. <laughs> I wish it worked that way. <laughs> so, everyone, like I said, welcome, no to, welcome to episode 201 of the All Things Good and Dirty podcast, recorded live on Sunday, March thir- March 6th. I don't know why I was going to say 13th, uh, 2016. Woot woot. This Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Bloody Sunday. Sunday. All right, so Naki is not with us this week. She is evidently feeling under the weather, according to what we got prior to the show. So, uh, Naki, hope you feel better. And thank God you can't transition, Ill, excuse me, share illnesses over the internet because I don't want what you have. Because then a lot of people would That's have some true. STDs with their way they talk to other people online. Okay, there's also that too. I wasn't even thinking That's the STD thing. I was more worried about like <laughs> flus and colds and ick like that. I class it up here. Someone's got it because it sure as hell ain't going to be me. I mean, what? That's true. So how's it going, Work. fellas, before we get started? Anything cool going on? Any uh, professional athletes that you really like retiring today? Uh, uh yeah, yeah there's one oddly specific. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton Manning, it's been rumored that they're doing a press conference this week. He's 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 doing the smart thing and pulling an L way. So gradually out on nothing better than being the guy that won the Super Bowl and then retire. Don't be Joe Montana. Don't retire as a chief. Don't, no one wants to no, be a chief. It's bad. No one exactly. wants to be a chief. Fucking Brent Farr retired from eighteen different teams. That's stupid. That's because he didn't know Manning when to quit. Manning went to us, yeah, and, yeah. Manning probably, you know, maybe he should have quit as a Colt, but you know, he he got himself a Super Bowl ring as a Bronco, so now's a good time to go out and you know leave not injured. I don't disagree, sir. I don't disagree one bit. Mostly, I was just trying to get Denver Broncos jab in there real quick. <laughs> hey, but Willie's beard is growing in back quite nicely so far. Oh yeah, so apparently I'm I'm being forced <laughs> to take a picture. Every day, I'm being forced <laughs> to take a selfie while while the girlfriend's gone as well. How's she making forced. you do it while you're not here, or while she's not there, rather? 
because she promises to withhold things while when she gets back. Oh. Use your imagination. Yeah, uh, that's a that's an act of terrorism <laughs> right there. <gasps> yes, it is. Terrorist fighter. It's cruel, cruel, <laughs> unjust punishment. So it it kind of makes me think of the League for a moment, and it sounds like vaginal tyranny. Yep, I need to re- start watching that again. Oh my god, it's so good. It's one of my it is, it is favorite shows. Ever made. I just noticed as we were talking right Almost here, time for me to rewatch that. I had to fix my cables while they're on camera. It made me sad. All right, here's a bit of news, uh, funny yeah. story for you. Now, while working this week, I got some weird, I guess, paper cuts, but it was with that weird plastic thing that you, some things come in and just reach in and grab something and just get cuts right on the uh, right where the knuckle bends too. So it's Ooh. not. It's it's an annoyance. It's not. I'm not complaining that much. It's like, why? Why you gotta be right there? Whatever. But I remember <laughs> I used to be a laborer for a brick masoner, and at the end of the day, your hands would just be busted up. Like you're right blood everywhere. All your hands, like, huh? I don't remember that. Still kind of bleeding. I don't feel anything. But that little paper cut is just enough. Like, why do I feel this constantly? But that I didn't even feel it. What's going on there? <laughs> I don't know, man. Science. Science. Neil, Ty- Neil deGrasse Tyson. You explain that shit to me. We can ask him to, but I don't think he listens to That's us. Hurt so bad. I don't think he does, guys. I just threw down the no. gauntlet for him to answer it. We don't. We don't ask nothing. <laughs> so what you need to do then is start the YouTube video at about the six-minute mark and send it directly to him on Twitter and say you've thrown down a gauntlet for him on a field that has nothing there to do go. with the kind of science he does. Yeah. He answers lots of things. Why not this too? Because paper cuts ain't got shit to do with astrophysics. I got nothing. I got no joke for that. You win that one. Yeah, you got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Willie has been shut down. You, sir, (laughs) win this round. But the war is not over. That was a weird voice. I'm sorry. I I thought you were going for like your uh, Bill Murray impersonation of some kind or something like that. I wasn't sure. I hope not because that was was a really bad one. Well, I never said it was good. Just that that was an attempt. <laughs> I'm going to get that damn gopher. See, it's pretty close. Or I'm just, I don't know. It's close enough. Let's put it that way. It's Groundhog's Day again. Yeah. <laughs> That's just a mockery. I'm sorry. Chris, I'm sorry. stop him. Stop him. Make him stop. I know how to make stop this him. stop. Hey, guess what, guys? It's time for the how news of the week. How are you going to make this? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to mute me. Live from the ATGN studios on... Uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. So in an effort to stop Willie's atrocious uh, Bill Murray impersonation, we're going to roll into the news of the week. <laughs> that being said, Yay! it's better than my Bill Murray impersonation. What's the deal? <laughs> that sounded almost like a Seinfeld attempt. It was. But Bees? I think we're just going to cancel the show and let Willie do impersonations the rest of the day. I'm down with this plan. Can, I'm completely against it. Can you do Bill Cosby? I have a certain particular set of pills. <laughs> <laughs> Naki, we miss you. Oh, New no. Naki, right? At least I miss you. <laughs> Think of something else we can ask him to impersonate right now. Um, William Shatner. Do your Shatner. Jesus Christ. Let me think. God damn, you just throw me in this. I'm not an improv person, but I can give it a try. Because well, you are I'm, now, so do it. Because I'm a rocket man flying through the air. Can't do any more. Fair use. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing you off. 
Da 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 da. da. So that's when hammer's supposed to come down. So since I'm completely flustered and have no idea what's going on, I'm just going to start telling a news story, and I'll go first this week. So the news story now. Keep watching Young Justice on Netflix. Why, you might ask? Well, there's kind of an effort going forward that you've seen maybe a lot of the Young Justice cast members, voice actors, talking about that is a keep Young Justice trending because the rumor is going around that since season two recently hit, if there are enough people watching it, Netflix might greenlight a season three. This is a show that was canceled three years ago. And if you remember, I was highly pissed off on this show about the fact it was pissed, it was, excuse me, canceled. It's a great show. January 2013, it was canceled. So both uh, Danica McKellar, who plays uh, Ms. Martian, and Carrie Patton, who plays Aqualad, have said over and over, watch all of the episodes as many times as you can, buy the Blu-rays, do everything you can to show your interest in the show. It has been a trending movement. Dan Didio was even asked about, and he goes, on the publishing side, there's a lot of interest, but I know there's a lot of exciting initiatives on the animation side. This is all in regards to Young Justice. One thing I've learned in my years doing this, nothing ever rests forever. The voice of the people is becoming louder and listened to more often, which is a good thing. So if you want Young Justice to return and you really like the show, watch it as much as you can on Netflix. I'm not ashamed to say that for the last three days, it has been on loop on my desktop PC. I've just been playing every episode in a row over and over again to try and drive those numbers up just like all the other fans. Nice. It is paused right now because I didn't want to play it during the show. I mean, the volume's been off, but I was even podcasting yesterday and had the volume off and just was playing Young Justice in the background. Guys, I want this cartoon back. So any of you that listen to this show and if you respect my opinion on anything, which is probably maybe a third of you guys, start streaming Young (laughs) Justice over and over again so I can get a third season and be a happy person. So you're telling me to start watching it. Oh my God. It is, uh, is probably one of the best DC animated properties from the last few years. It's a now, very good show. It's amazing. Now, if I remember correctly, I did, I did not. Go I've been ahead, rewatching it, but I did not realize that Winnie Cooper was Megan Moraz. Oh, Winnie Cooper's in it. I'm sold. Yeah, Winnie Cooper's yeah, in Danica it. Yeah, Danica McKellar. Her and her she's mathematics so degree. She's a smart woman, but she. I know she's a genius. She is Ms. Martian in Young Justice. Now. Are these her, like the characters younger, characters. or are they new Great. characters? So they are. They're like the sidekicks, basically. So you've okay. got Robin, Aqualad, Artemis. Um, wow, I'm having complete brain farts for all the characters all of a sudden. But it's pretty much all the sidekicks formed together to create their own team and are being trained by members of the Justice League. So you get cameos from Batman and Superman and Black Canary and things like that. Isn't there like a Superman character in there that's like a clone yeah. of Superman Yeah, or Superboy, the clone. Okay. And then, yeah, the first season is more of the Young Justice team. And then going into season two, you jump five years in the future. And you get Robin becomes Nightwing, the new Robin, Tim Drake. You get a bunch of different updates and different characters. And then that one, get really into working with the League, where the League shows every episode. So I have to say, Draftsman, you're on my all right, you're on my all right list right now, because I see in the chat room he says, I'm actually watching it. I've watched like five episodes this week. Thank you for binging Young Justice with us. Nice. Yeah, I've been re-watching it with his kid, so it's been on, on our main TV downstairs all week. Yeah, it's it's a really good show. It's a it's damn good show. One of the best cartoons in a while. It, I mean, I put it almost on par with Justice League Unlimited and Batman the Animated Series. I've enjoyed it that much. It's just a. I'd say it's on par with Justice League Unlimited for sure. Yeah, it's I, not quite as good as Batman the Animated, but that's a very quite. high bar. That's that's a tough bar to cross. There's <laughs> not many things that can cross that bar because Batman the Animated Series yeah. is near perfection. It was yeah. all right but for, for a team cartoon. It's one of the best things ever done. It's it's really entertaining. 
Okay, so I see Draftsman's comment in the chat room. I have to read this. He goes, well, I did not have a thing for green-skinned women before, but after Guardians of the Galaxy and Young Justice, well, it has awakened something in me. <laughs> <laughs> well, well hold said. on a second. Now, hold on a second. No one, uh, no one Naki's not feeling all well today. Um, she might be a green-skinned woman as well. We don't know. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Naki might be a little green at the moment. But what's her name from a Guardians? That Zoe was, Saldana, uh, Gamora. Zoe Saldana. I don't care what color that woman is. <laughs> it could be blurple for all I care. Well, she's done yep. blue and she's done when she's green. she's a blue too. cat. Yeah. When she's a blue cat, she's hot. When she's a green alien mercenary, she's hot. She's just Zoe Saldana colored, she's hot. That woman is just gorgeous. <laughs> Zoe Saldana colored. <laughs> is that us attempting to be PC on this podcast this morning? <laughs> Go to the paint. No, I'll just say oh, one of them Zoe Saldana's on my wall. <laughs> I need this color to be Zoe Saldana in Guardians of the Galaxy, and this wall to be Zoe Saldana color. <laughs> Am I going to hell for this? Probably. <laughs> We're probably just going to go for saying the word colored over and over again. <laughs> well, wasn't but I'll make time. up for it with my news of the week. Yeah, there you go. Why don't you take your news of the week? <laughs> uh, here you go, guys. Uh, Cassie News has been announced for the Dark Tower movie, and guess what? Roland the Gunslinger will be colored. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and we're canceled. And this is the day ATG and got canceled because someone went online and put on Twitter, those guys are racist assholes, cancel them, and we never came back again. It's See, never going to happen. Nobody see, watches this shit. You should have waited to pull all this language out when Naki was here so we could have some kind of backup. <laughs> I thought, I was hoping she's going to be here for this, but no, um, Stephen King announced and they put out a big article. Da, 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 da. Da. I love uh, it when, it, we didn't get any of that, Anthony. Yeah, Entertainment Weekly and you broke up. Yeah, buddy. after you said Entertainment Weekly, we got nothing, so we add Elba. Okay. Uh, Stephen King confirmed and they put it in Entertainment Yeah, we lost like every third word on that one. Damn you, Chromebook. Well, um, Da, 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 da. <laughs> oh, we're not doing that yet? No, we're not doing that yet. Um, Yeah, so technical difficulties. They're a regular occurrence here on the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast, and we're running into them today. As it would appear that Anthony's Chromebook has frozen on him because his picture hasn't moved and his voice has stopped coming through. So, I <laughs> well, now he, he might be back. I sort of heard him talk, and then he disappeared again. I'm going to have to edit a lot this week, aren't I? Probably. I don't like editing. Why not? It seems fun. Yeah, you want to edit the show then? <laughs> if I had a computer, as you can see where I am. <laughs> it's a pretty bitchin' chair, though. Oh, it is. It's nice and leathery. It's also, Especially since I'm pantless. I was waiting for that to be said, I'll be honest. It's all squiggly. Oh, squiggly. So right when right when the ass hair meets the fine leather. Yeah. Oh dear lord. You know what I'm talking. There about. we go. There we go. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how to recover from that statement. I'm just gonna sit here and go ah, uh, because that's what I got right now. Well, how about this? I heard you had some uh, words about what I'm gonna be talking about. Yeah. Why don't we transition Hello. to your topic? So uh, there was a trailer that got released this week, uh, namely Ghostbusters. I watched it, and I'm kind of confused. Is it a sequel? Is it a reboot? In the beginning, it says, 
30 years ago. They started up and this is the new team, but then everything they do, it seems like it's just like a reboot because they don't have any mention of the old ones at all. There's nothing. Like, it kind of seems like Ghostbusters could have been a thing from 30 years ago, but there's just nothing there. Like, so I'm just confused. It is, in fact, a reboot. They're just trying to cash in on the nostalgia factor to open it up right now. That's what I thought, because everything in the trailer made it feel like, okay, they're rehashing, which I'm okay with. It, I just got confused whether or not it is. It's, it's, a, it's a summer comedy, probably. It's, it's going to be okay, probably. So, so it's, it's a well. reboot, and they've already said that... Um, the three remaining actors that are alive from the first two Ghostbusters movies will be making cameo appearances in them. Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis will be the only one that won't be there because he's passed away, obviously. But Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and um, Ernie Hudson will also make appearances. Nice. Oh, okay. Bill Murray? Bill Murray supposedly will be cameoing in the new Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> hey, guys. I just got my proton pack on. What are you doing? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even know how to recover from that one either. <laughs> I really don't. Okay, but um, so how do you feel about the movie how, from from that first trailer? How does it look to you? Um, I actually like the fan re-edit that I saw online better because the pacing is a lot better in that trailer, and it has yeah. it, it's got a better use of the Ghostbusters theme in it to try and cash in on the nostalgia factor. I'm not opposed vehemently to the new Ghostbusters movie or anything like that. It's just right now it's going to take a lot for me to care about it over my Ghostbusters movies. That's what it is. It's I grew up with Ghostbusters 1 and 2. That's what I know. So it's very tough for me to be like, I need a reboot of this. I understand why they're doing it because it's impossible to do Ghostbusters 3. So why don't you reboot it and try and make some money? But at the same time, eh, I don't know. And it, my, my dislike is not, I don't want someone to misinterpret this. Like, oh, Chris is a misogynist. I don't dislike it because it's four women in the roles. I don't care who the people are that are the Ghostbusters. I'm just not quite ready for a reboot on it. It's more of what it is. So that's more my own personal hang-up. My thing is, from just watching the trailer, what's her name, uh, Melissa McCarthy? Mm-hmm. It seems like yeah. every one of her movies, like it's like a body uh, humor kind of thing. Like She gets slapped in the trailer a couple times. <laughs> it just seems... I'm not, I never really liked her in movies so much, just because of the humor in it. Just I've never, I've never been a huge her. Melissa McCarthy fan myself, either. So. Have either of you seen Spy... No, I haven't I seen Spy. I might be on my bad movie list. Watch Spy. Poor Jason That Stato. She is ungodly hilarious in that movie. I literally oh, had it? to stop. I had to pause that film to stand up and leave the room so I could catch my breath. I was laughing so hard. I will take your word with it and take, I'll take that into consideration because it might be on that list of movies to do. Yeah, that's true. So, um... Draftsman in the chat room said he actually liked Spy, and uh, Steven chimed in. I had that whole line of me trying to preface my concern by saying I'm not a misogynist. <laughs> well, he says, yeah, but not according to the Starling Tribune chat this week. So a little backstory. We do the Starling Tribune on Blab, which is set up so pretty much anyone can drop in and chat with you guys. So we did a Q&A this week, and we're letting people drop in and ask us questions. And we had this one woman come on who just came on and started reading us like scripture because she thought we were devil, devil worshippers or something like that. We kind of rolled with it for about 30 seconds. We then kicked her out, and in the chat room, she called us a bunch of misogynists. And I went, no, we're not misogynists. We're trying to talk about the TV show Arrow, and that has nothing to do with Arrow. <laughs> I then blocked and banned her. It was quite is entertaining. This, is this in the YouTube nice. video? I edited it out of the YouTube video, <sighs> but if you go to the Blab replay, it is at about the 37-minute mark on the Blab replay. Is this woman reading us like scriptures or something like that? It is 
ridiculous. And kudos to Neil who tries to play it off and power through it. You've just got me kind of sitting there staring at the camera like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and for uh, non-selfish, um, you know, uh, words, how do I go to see this Blab replay? So if you're in the chat room right now, SP is going to drop the link plug. in there. But you can go and find it go. over at the Starling Tribune. But the easiest way to find the Blab itself is go over to blab.im and do a search for Starling Tribune. It is the most recent episode that shows up. If you skip forward to about the 37-minute mark, that's where you get the crazy woman reading us scripture and calling us devil worshippers or something like that. I kind of lost track of all of it because I was sitting there going, I have no idea what's going on. But it's Why the perils of live broadcasting. That's gold. Why would you cut it Religious out? Religious terrorists. Well, I didn't cut it out of the blab. I just cut it out of what went on YouTube. And if you go to the chat room now, SP has go. embedded a link. <laughs> the link is up. I will click on that after this episode's over with. Thank well, you. If I, if I really wanted you to, godsend. I could rebroadcast it on here, but I would have to say while it was playing, you guys can't talk because it would cause an infinite echo loop on uh, the conversation. That's actually that's <laughs> kind of cool. I want to try that. Echo, echo. Echo. I don't have that set up, but I can play that. If Anthony, you want to try again and tell us what you were, what your news was, and see if it'll power through for us. I can try. All right, let's do that. <laughs> You're doing good this time. All right. They released an Entertainment Weekly article where Stephen King sent Fact. a tweet out saying that the man in black fled across the desert and the gunslinger followed hashtag Dark Tower and, and at McConaughey at Idris Elba. So we have our gunslinger and we have our man in black. So Matthew McConaughey will be playing the man in black. Idris Elba is playing the gunslinger, which, of course, sadly caused some instant hubbub because in the books, Roland DeShane is written as a white guy. Because Stephen King basically wrote him as a mythical version of Clint Eastwood. And for those who know, if you've been under a rock, Idris Elba is a black man. <gasps> but if you also have seen Idris Elba in Luther, in Luther he basically plays Roland DeShane without a gun. So he's perfect to be an old grizzled gunslinger. He's going to be fantastic. Time though. Yeah, it, it'll be good. And in the article, one of the big parts is um, one of the characters that joins his quartet, his team is a woman from 1920s New York who is an African-American amputee who's lost her legs. And a big part of her character is she has a split personality who is a racist who spends a lot of the, the story trying to kill Roland and calling him a honky mofo all the time because she's severely racist against white people. And so they said, you know, of course, that would be one of the big problems is, you know, if that character's black. She can't call him a honky if it's played by a black actor. What but they in the article, the, there's a possibility they could reverse it. The only bad side then is if she's a white woman from 1920s New York and she's calling him racial slurs, we kind of know what racial slurs she's going to be hauling off with for an hour. So I don't think that's what they're going to do, but they did say it is go It is something that they are going to address because the racial tension between those two characters is part of the story, and so it's something that the writers are already thinking about. The was other it from great the 1920s? thing, is, I, I think she's 1920s New York. Is when, yeah, I thought uh, it was 50s, but you might be right. I think yeah, Dennis. I think Dennis from the 20s. But yeah, um, so, I mean yeah, she's in the book. She's a severely racist black woman when she's in her altered personality. Because yeah, she's a woman who uh, the trauma of losing her legs caused her to have personalities. One of them's just the, her normal self, and the other version is kind of the the tougher, take no shit from anybody version of herself that gets her through things. And yeah, the the other 
amazing upside that Stephen King pointed out was that uh, he confirmed with the producers that basically the Dark Tower movies are going to have their own crawl instead of having a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. The man in black fled across the desert and the gunslinger followed is going to be the first thing you see on screen. Awesome. Yeah, and for those that don't know, see if I can get this on camera. The first sentence of the book oh. is on my forearm. Oh, nice. <laughs> I never knew that. Yep. I have three Dark Tower tattoos. I have the Eye of the Crimson King. I have the Sigil of the White, which is Roland's image that's on his revolver. And then, yeah, I have the first sentence. The man in black fled across the desert and the gunslinger followed. Apparently, that's going to be the first thing that pops up on screen when the movie starts. And Stephen King was adamant about that. Now, I yeah, think I heard I, I'm stoked. Is there an eighth book in the series? Because I only read the first, the actual seven. Yeah, they added an eighth oh. book. It's called Went Through the Keyhole. It's kind of an ancillary story. You don't need to read it. One, uh, one through seven gives you the the full the full tale of Roland Deschain. Eight is just kind of a bonus story. It was it what's, was fun, but it. What's the basic it's, plot it's, of that? <laughs> it's hard to describe. It's a. Uh, uh, who's it about? It's, it's a kid in a swamp that tries to pull off some magical shit to help his family, and of course things go wrong because it's a Stephen King story. Oh, okay. That has something to do with the Dark Tower. Okay, I, mean, I got you. Yeah, I hope it takes place I in the really, Dark Tower world. I hope they change the ending of that the whole book series. Should I just spoil and, it? I don't know if we can spoil it. Oh, okay, oh we'll spoil it the most important way. The last sentence in the Dark Tower series is the first sentence in the Dark Tower series. <laughs> The man yeah. in black fled across the desert, and the gunslinger followed. Yeah. Which basically tells you all you need to know. Nice. But yeah, there was a couple awesome tweets after Stephen King sent his tweet out. Idris Elba sent a tweet to uh, McC- uh, at Matthew McConaughey that said, you have one new follower, hashtag the Dark Tower. And Matthew McConaughey responded, um, I don't have it up anymore, but his tweet was basically something like, bring it. <laughs> I like it. No, I thought his response was, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> not, not quite. I like it. But yeah, I, I'm excited to get two actors of that caliber in this movie, because right now they're only greenlit for one film, so they're going to jump forward in time, and they're probably not going to do the Gunslinger. They're probably going to do something like uh, the Wastelands book to start off and then tell some backstory and flat. But yeah, it's with those two guys in it, I don't see how this movie won't make $200 million. Because if it looks as pretty as it should, this will be a fantastic fucking film. Well, I'm interested to read it, or to see it, rather. I haven't read the books, is more what I was meaning to say. It's on my list, nor have I read the Marvel comic adaptations, which have intrigued me. I just haven't gotten around to it. Oh, yeah, I do the have The comics are good as well. Yeah, I have and the they first filled in a lot of stuff. They filled in a lot of stuff that's not in the books, and it all is considered canon. Because those books are overseen by a Robin Firth, who was... It was, it was crazy how she got the job. She actually wrote a thing called the Concordance, which is like the Dark Tower Encyclopedia. She wrote it for Stephen King pretty much as her senior project when she was at Maine University because after the first four books, he had forgotten a lot of shit over the <laughs> 30, 40 years that he'd been writing them. And so when he sat down to write books five, six, and seven, he needed like a database. She basically went back and went through the universe of those first four books and put the database together for him and has become pretty much the second-tier person of what is and isn't canon in the Dark Tower world. Interesting. Huh. And then, yeah, she's in charge of the books for Marvel. She's great. Yeah, I got to get to it at some point in time. But speaking of things we need to get to, do you guys want to see someone uh, read us some scripture on the Sterling oh, Tribune? 
All right, I'll get my uh, mute button. No, no, ready, I've so jury rigged it. It's jury rigged now, so you guys don't have to worry about being muted. I'm going to play the okay. video on this okay. computer and screen share it, and my soundboard is going to play the audio. So, as a heads up, it might be a couple seconds out of sync. There's not much I can do about that. But if you missed the Starler Tribune right. that was live this last Thursday at 9 o'clock on Blab, oh. 9 p.m., here is some uh, entertainment for you guys. Okay, well, we're through eating. Hello. Hey, oh, hey, Miss Vicky, you've uh, you've called into the Starling Tribune, a uh, a podcast on the CW's Arrow show. How Wait you doing? For it. Time for the reading. Now, who do I want to go to first? Who do I want? Thank you very much, Miss Vicky. We're going to move on from that. Anyway, we're talking about the CW show Arrow DC Universe. I can't get pause. There it goes. But I thought it was hilarious how Neil just Comic tried to power through that one. And oh, God, it started playing again. That. So, yeah, you guys were commenting on Arrow being. Okay, I made it stop. So that was us getting the scripture read to us in an odd way. <laughs> she then came in on the chat room later and it's been deleted and called us misogynists because we did not allow her to uh, read her scripture to us. I don't, wow. I don't even know. We cut her off before she got to read much of it, but she, I, I wonder if she was blabjacking people all night long or not. I see SP in the <laughs> chat room. He goes, make it stop. <laughs> you will haunt your dreams, SP. So that was the excitement we ran into on the Starling Tribune on Thursday. So if people ask, this is why we do hangouts on air. It's much harder for someone to hang out jackass because I have to give them a link to come in. Although I kind of welcome that randomness. That's why we need to do this on Blab someday again and just be like, hey, people come in and give us crap or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so off. I'm so off train again because of that. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, ah, oh. wait, wait. <laughs> the idea of yeah, just randomly jacking into shows and reading scripture and religious terrorists, man. Uh, I'm also being mentioned in the chat room that both SP and Steven could randomly drop in on this. That is true because I use the Gunna Geek YouTube account to do this show. So theoretically, since they have admin access to that, they could randomly just drop in on us, but I could still drop the ban hammer. That's why, yeah, if they start reading well, scripture, they get banned. He's Well, SP says he's getting his Bible right now. Well, there is one uh, piece of scripture I need get to your Bible, I'll get my guys. lighter. Uh-oh, what scripture are you reading us, Willie? The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil man. <laughs> Blessed is he, you know, the Pulp Fiction. I'm solid. I was just getting the mute button ready. I wouldn't do that. I'm too nice. Too nice. Let's see it. I got nothing, guys. Uh, uh, we do have to wrap up a little short <laughs> today, and I will apologize for that in advance. I have a hard out this afternoon. I have some stuff I need to go and do. So we're going to start wrapping up the show right now. We're not going to get into any other news. If you want more news, go check out some of the other great shows in the network. But before we get into the wrap-up, i got to do a promo. i got to share with you guys some of the cool stuff the Gunna Geek Network is doing. And this promo read is the same one you're going to hear from me until March 18th. That's because on March 18th, the Gunna Geek Network presents everyday podcasting for your everyday life at C2E2. At 2.45 p.m. on the fifth floor, and I cannot remember the room name to save my life right now, join the Gunna Geek Network. On this special panel, members of the network from all across the country will share their secrets of podcasting, including all the challenges involved and how it affects their day-to-day -day lives. If you're interested in podcasting, whether you're a casual or professional, this is one panel you don't want to miss. So, if you're going to be in the Chicagoland area for C2E2, come see us Friday afternoon. I'm going to be there. Willie's going to be there. Naki's going to be there. SP's going to be there. Beef's going to be there. 
Cody Goff's going to be there. We're all going to be in room S503 at 2.45 p.m. on Friday, March 18th. Come see us. Come say hi. We like high fives. We might even have some giveaway swag that you can come and get too. So seriously, if you're in the area on March 18th, come and see us at C2E2. We'll be at the convention for the rest of the weekend too. So come chat with us. Come have fun. Come tell me more things I need to go and buy on the convention floor that I can't afford to buy. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring some swag from the arcade nerd blocks. I don't the stuff I don't care about. So there you go. It's your chance to get swag. You get to meet us, and we're relative like Z grade internet celebrities. But hey, Z grade internet celebrities, and you get free yeah. swag. So come see us. I'll sign it, devalue it for you. That's right. Yeah, all of the stuff will devalue. <laughs> we'll even sign comic books for you if you guys want and devalue those too. <laughs> I'll, in fact, I will look at the real Willie Nelson's signature, and I will forge the shit out of that. Is, is it technically you forging his signature? Because you're just writing your name. It just happens to match up with his fairly well. Yeah. Hey, a design's a design. See, you're just designing hey. it in homage to your favorite music star. That's how I look at it. The guy has a good... At this point, you should have spent years copying his signature. Exactly. <laughs> what have I been doing with my life? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was in stereo so we're gonna wrap things up with our traditional way on the show it's a little bit we call what i'm into it's a chance to share with you guys our our listeners in the peanut gallery or excuse me viewers in the peanut gallery and folks that are listening later the nerdy things we're getting into the things that we're enjoying and it's kind of our attempt to convert you and be like hey come join our stuff Uh oh and fsp starts reading scripture right now i'm banning him and thus begins the reading job's Welb and piety in the land of Ooze, there was a blameless and upright Band. man named Job. Okay, well, that's taken care of. I just ejected SP. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying nope. to get some spirituality <laughs> up in here, and y'all are taking away my lord. You want some spirituality? Go watch Daredevil. <laughs> I'm not Catholic, sir. I do not like those people. So, just to prove well, my point, bad. I did eject SP. SP, feel free to come back in if you really want to. <laughs> but you did get the ban hammer dropped on you. <laughs> Everyone in the chat room's laughing up. Uh, low life Utaku's like a combo breaker. <laughs> <laughs> the, only, the only scripture we allowed is scripture written by Stanley. Oh, man. That's the only scripture we allowed. Excelsior! This, this just got better all of a sudden. I was like, man, we're not having a great show here. And then I got to drop the band yeah, hammer. Dude. And band hammers make me feel good. <laughs> drop around it's a good way to end the day. So, so I that, like it. That's what I've been getting into today. I got to ask you guys, what do you guys been getting into? Let's go to one Anthony Bachman first. <laughs> all right. Um, I have been going with the movie challenge up to 78 now with Batman Bad Blood yesterday. Got my sweet ass Jake Parker drawings three in the mail. Lots of good stuff. And then uh, ordered a bunch of art supplies to finish off a couple of commissions. I got my last two. I got the commissions done and in the mail yesterday. So Leila's commissions are on her on their way to her in time for Lexington Comic and Toy Convention. So I, I met my deadline, which I'm happy about. And then uh, getting my art supplies with my tax return. I also just had to grab a couple of uh, pop figures that were on sale on Amazon because I can't stop myself. Uh oh, what'd you get now? And this one came in. Came in Thursday when the trailer dropped for Ghostbusters, which seemed fitting. That is I got fitting. my Stay Puff Marshmallow Man Timing. oversized pop, which was nice, like twelve bucks on Amazon. And then, since I collect movie villains, 
I got me a Crazy 88. I got me a First Order Snowtrooper. And then the really good stuff. You say you got a Crazy 88? You only have 87 more to go. What? Yeah, got to gotta buy a bunch of those. But I got the really good stuff. I got Rain. Ooh. I got Thunder. Yeah. Oh, no. I see where this is going. And I got motherfucking Lightning. All three of the storms from fucking Big Trouble Little China. So yeah, I gotta get the uh, the old guy wizard, and then I'll be done. But yeah, I got the I got the storm, so I'm super stoked. And like, and they and they have their little tiny weapons in their hand. It's oh so God. fucking awesome. Oh and their big ass hats. Yeah, and all of those were under eight bucks. So whenever I go to order stuff on Amazon now, I have just a big list of pop figures, and I go through and look for which ones are on sale. If it's on sale, it goes in the cart. <laughs> That's not a bad solution. I haven't yeah. bought any Funko Pops lately, though. Man. Yeah, my, my collection of movie villains is growing severely. <laughs> I don't have a movie villain one or anything. I do have, sitting right here next to me, though, the one, the only, Arrow Unmasked. Ooh, oh, nice. just Arrow. Yeah. All my good stuff's upstairs, except for BB-8 sitting here watching me podcast. It's yeah. my... Uh... The, the First Order Snowtrooper, I really like. His, his mask is really freaking cool looking. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And he's got the he's got the funky gun. Like he's a nice looking pop. So technically, I guess you could say Rowdy Roddy Piper and Ric Flair have been villains in their time. So you need to get the Ric Flair and Roddy Piper ones at some point. I already have Ric Flair and, and bought it for me for Christmas. And the Target exclusive in the purple in the pink robe. There you go. And yeah, I need to get a Piper one. My favorite thing was someone mentioned to me the other day that uh, Civil War is coming out, and I whichever side I pick, the other side is technically the villains. That's true. Ah. So since I'm Team Cap. I can get all the guys on Iron Man's team in Pops, and they already have Pops for everybody okay. in that fucking so, movie. So let me caution you guys something <laughs> on the Civil War Funko Pops. As I was at GameStop last night, because we stopped around some errands, and I went in to go look at their Pops. If you look at the back of them, it shows all of the characters they made Pops of for Civil War. There is a spoiler as to who one of the characters is. So if you want to remain spoiler-free, do not look at the back of the Civil War Funko Pops. Is yeah. it Spider-Man? They, they, Probably Spider-Man. It's, it's Spider -Man. not Spider-Man. Spider-Man. No. And they mentioned it when they released the Pops. There was a big article about the fact that it's it's toys spoiling movies again. Yeah. I, which I, is funny. I did not know it. I'm not super bummed that I saw it because I kind of expected this to happen. But at the it's, same time, I'm still like, oh, damn. Is this not in the trailer it's, at it all? Was, it was it is not in the trailer at all. Nope. I don't but know it's that. a given. It's something if you know Marvel, you would know what character it is. So if you, want, if you want post-show, I'll be glad to tell you about it. I don't oh, want to yeah. spoil it on the show just so that anyone who wants to remain spoiler-free can remain that way. So I'll get into what I've been getting into next. We'll let Willie wrap it up. Other than uh, dropping the band hammer on SP, I saw Zootopia yesterday, which was actually a surprisingly fun movie. It's definitely another Disney movie geared towards kids, but that adults can enjoy. It was a lot of fun. Greatly enjoyed that. And then last night was the finale of Mythbusters. After, what, 14 seasons, 13 seasons, they wrapped the show up, and I'm not ashamed to admit there was at one point in the show where I actually got a little misty-eyed because I was like, man, I love this show. I've watched Aww. it so much. Well, one of their final bits they do is they literally drive a truck through a bunch of their props from the past 13 <laughs> seasons. They reset some of the stuff they'd done and put it on the Alameda runway, and they just drive a truck through them all. And you're sitting here, and you're like, oh, no, they're going to blow up their replica of the Indiana Jones motorcycle they made and stuff like that. And it didn't really get me until Adam Savage came on screen. He's like, man, he goes, I didn't think this was going to get me that bad. And he goes, until I started walking through all of this and go, man, 
I love my job <laughs> or something to that effect. And I was like, oh, it just got me right in the feels because I've loved that show since it first came on. And that was the end. And it was kind of a fitting way for them to go out was doing some big explosions and destroying some of their own props. So I'm bummed Mythbusters is gone. But they did say in the reunion special, there is a lost episode that has never been aired that they will be showing at some point in time on the Science Channel. And according to Jamie, it's all about shit. They obviously bleeped that out, but <laughs> it is a poop episode, it would seem. Gross. Yes. So the Mythbusters will return, sort of. But that's what I've been getting into. Willie, what you been getting into, sir? You know what I like about these high school girls? What's that, sir? <laughs> the older I get, they stay the same age. Here's your pizza, ma'am. <laughs> We've created a monster. Yes, yes, you have. I, I blame you. Not we. You. You have created a monster. <laughs> I'll take the hit. All your fun, guys. <laughs> um, other than that, um, I did watch uh, Pixels, but I since I'm in a different location, I seem to have forgotten my book with all my notes in it. So <laughs> tune in next week. That's a teaser for next week, guys. It's like we planned this. It's a... I guess it's a double teaser since last week I teased it. Now here he is the teaser. So I'm just tickling your ball sack saying, come on, well, come on, it's, horse. It's just as bad as me character. saying, hey, we're going to talk about Deadpool until we just waited three weeks and haven't talked about Deadpool. And like, it was really fun. Deadpool's <laughs> awesome. There, we talked about it. There you go. So uh, other than that, uh, oh, I finally finally watched uh, Her last night with uh, Joaquin Phoenix and Scarlett oh, Johansson. D- did you like it? I had a very meta moment in it, speaking of Deadpool, where... um. Uh, do you guys have droid phones? I do. You know, if you double tap the home screen, it'll say, Hi, Galaxy. You can you know, tell it to do some stuff, kind of sure. like Siri. Yeah. Well, I, I pulled that up said, Hey, uh, hey Galaxy, uh, set a timer for nine minutes. I'm cooking something in the oven uh, while I'm watching this. I said, Okay. So, I was, so I'm watching it. I'm already pretty far into it. And he's talking to his little OS. And then all of a sudden, I get a text from the girlfriend. And it pops up on that little screen and says, you can have these options. So I say, I never knew it could do this. Read out. And it read out her text. Right. And it says, you can reply. I was like, reply. And it says, what message would you like to send? I was like, <laughs> and nice. I kept going this back and forth. I was like, this is fucking meta. I'm watching this movie for the first time. This is happening. I'm like, this is pretty awesome. The future is now, boys. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that movie is not, really weird. Not if you have a Galaxy movie. 3. The, the oh. past is here. S4. <laughs> but I'm ordering the 7, so I, I'm joining the future. Ooh, and if you pre-order from some places, you get the Gear VR for free with your pre-order, so you can have virtual reality stuff. Which is great for porn. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew it. I, I just the walked future. right into it as soon as I said it, too. I was like, yep. I know as soon as I say this, there's going to be a porn joke made. Of course. Yeah, just just put on your HTV. Boy, what was the Vive, right? Yeah. Yeah, put on your Vive, get your flashlight on automatic, and you're in. <laughs> just wait for it. I'm sure there's going to be a Kickstarter and Indiegogo for someone to make a self-masturbator with VR or something like that. It just doesn't surprise me if that happened. That, it's not up sure. already. It will be soon. I'm pun sure intended. it's already a thing. Did, did you intend that pun, Anthony? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Drives from the chat room says the future is happening and we are unwillingly moving into it. Is, <laughs> is that another pun on the automated flashlight too? Yeah. And the also happening uh, in our pants. It's uprising. <laughs> there you go. The future um, but, is uprising. 
But good news, I actually also have Mad Max Fury Road from Netflix as well to watch. Nice. So my movie watching is not full of shit. I still have to watch Mad Max Fury Road. I bought it around like Black Friday for $9 on Blu-ray and still haven't gotten around to doing it. That's because I'm binge watching Young Justice right now, though, and I think that's a worthwhile cause. Yeah, it would have been okay. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, I watched Pixels. We will hear more about that next week. I watched Her, soon to be Mad Max. And I uh, think, uh, what should I watch after Her? I think Ex Machina. I've heard that's a good back-to-back. I've heard it's it very good. Ex Machina is fantastic. I haven't seen Her yet, but Ex Machina was one of the best of the first 50 films I watched for the Douglas Movies Challenge. I watched that movie and was shocked. It is amazingly good, and the CGI is fucking top-notch. Hmm. Cannot wait to see. Yeah, it's on my list. But as we wrap things up, I did pop um, on Twitter. Here's some breaking updates for you guys that are Funko fans. If you, subscribe, if you subscribe to the DC Legion box... The May theme is TV, and they show a Green Arrow and Flash Funko on the front page of it. There's an ad out where they show Green Arrow shoot an arrow, the Funko pop Flash goes running after it, and the arrow gets caught, and Flash gets stopped by a Funko Supergirl. Oh, nice. <laughs> it is a cute-as-hell little commercial. I'm sorry, I cut you off, Willie. What were you saying? Or he might be frozen. Oh, no, I'm, not. I'm back now. I was frozen for a second. I was like, what's going uh, on? No. Huh? I'll just say nothing that I, the only thing I can think of that I'm getting into is uh, Chicago next week. I'm flying out Tuesday, boys, and um, I guess I'll see you guys you Friday. Yeah, I don't get there till Friday morning or the next Friday, not this coming Friday, but next Friday. I mean, you guys know what I'm talking about. The 18th. I do indeed. Well, I'll be there. SP gets it on Friday. I get there on Friday. Cody and Naki live there. Beef lives close by, so everyone's gonna converge for a panel of some kind. Converge. Uh, Hit that porn bump. You want me to hit the porn bump? There you go. So let's wrap things up because I've got to get out of here in a couple minutes. Don't forget all the stuff in the post-show outro. You can listen to that, find out where to find us on social media, things like that. We're going to live stream every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern over at geeks.live or channel three of the Alpha Geek Radio page. Don't forget the next live show you can watch on geeks.live is the official GunnaGeek.com podcast on Monday. That starts at 8.45 p.m. Eastern Time. Love to have you guys be part of the peanut gallery in that one, too. Because when you are, you're actually part of the show. Because Steven has the chat room embedded in the video that goes out. It's pretty damn sweet. Nice. But I think that is going to wrap us up for this week for episode 201 of the hunt of, excuse me, of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. As we're getting out here, Naki, hope you feel better soon. And you guys have any parting thoughts for us? Get better, Naki. You might be sexier being green, Naki. I don't know. Work for Kermit. Work for Kermit. I I can't think of any better way to end the show than hashtag it worked for Kermit. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek Radio app, and over to our network home at gunnageek.com live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us at atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. 